You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Well, today I want to minister a very special message to you, united in Christ. Remember, you are the greatest product of the Holy Spirit. You are made in God's image and God's likeness. When God made you, when God created Adam, it was in his image and his likeness. He was clothed with God's glory. The Bible teaches us all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You were made in God's image and likeness. When man sinned, God took his son and made him in the likeness of man. Jesus, the word, became man. Likeness to man, not the likeness to sin. He became sin, but he never sinned. And after Jesus died on the cross for you and for me, now again he's busy shaping us, forming us into the likeness of his son. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 17, verse 26. United in Christ. Acts 17 teaches us, I'm just going to quote it. Acts 17 teaches us that from one blood, God has made every nation. Every person the person sitting next to you, the people that you encountered, the Bible teaches us that from one blood, God has made every nation and he placed them on the face of the earth. He set their boundaries there. He predestined, prepared every person, placed you where you are right now. He said he did it for a reason so that men should seek him. As different cultures, we should seek God. Remember, in Him we live and move and have our being. So it's very important to know that from one blood, God made every nation. talks about the universal fatherhood of God. God has created everybody. He's the creator of all things. And the universal brotherhood of man, that we are all brothers, we are all sisters. Because we are made from one blood, we are made by our God, our creator. Amen. You know, right in the beginning, the whole earth only had one language. There was a time and a season where mankind were of one mind, of one heart, of one spirit. That whatever they were saying, whatever they were deciding, it would just happen because of the unity that they had. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 11, verse 6. If you read verse 1, it says, Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. Family, listen to me. Unity has a speech. Unity has a language. Verse 6, And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one. And they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Can you see where there's unity? Anything is possible. Verse 7, come, let us go down, and they confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad 
from there over the face of all the earth. Can you see even here the language that you speak today? God decided that. There was a time where mankind were busy with things that was not an assignment from God. And he came and he caused division. They could not understand each other because they started speaking a different language. Can you see that you need the mind of Christ, the Spirit of God, to be able to understand different cultures? But from the beginning, God had planned, predestined for us to be one. Remember, there's the spiritual world, the unseen, and there's the natural world, that which you can see. The Bible teaches us the Old Testament is a shadow and a type of the New Testament. The New Testament is the substance. So when you look at the Old Testament, you see Israel, it's a type of the church. We today, born again, filled with the Spirit, we the substance, we have Jesus Christ working in us and through us. So let's go look at the Old Testament. I want to read from 2 Chronicles 5, verse 1. So all the work that Solomon had done for the house of the Lord was finished. It's good to finish the house of the Lord. And Solomon brought in the things which his father David had dedicated, the silver and the gold and all the furnished, and he put them in the treasuries of the house of God. Verse 12. And the Levites, who were the singers, all those of Asaph and Heman and Judith, and with their sons and their brethren stood at the east end of the altar, clothed in white linen, having cymbals, stringed instruments, and harps, and with them 120 priests, sounding with trumpets. Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord, and when they lifted up their voice with the trumpeters and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord, was filled with the cloud, so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Family, can you see here that the Levites, the priests, the singers, they were in one accord, they were in one place. Declaring that the Lord is good and that His mercy endures forever. And the Bible says, as they did it, the glory of the Lord filled that place. This temple that was built here speaks of a type of the church that the Lord Jesus Christ came to prepare for us to be part of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you go to Acts chapter 2, just go to Acts chapter 2 quickly, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Family, how many were gathered in the upper room? 120. That's the substance. In the temple of Solomon, how many priests were there? 
120. When they were in one accord, singing, declaring that the Lord is good and that His mercy endures forever. In the Old Testament, the glory cloud came down and filled the temple. Here in the New Testament, all nations are together. They have gathered on instruction of the Lord Jesus Christ. Wait in Jerusalem until you receive power. As they were in one place, in one accord, the Bible said the Holy Spirit came down. They were baptized with the Holy Spirit and with fire. People could see that fire upon them. In Genesis 11, when the people were in unity, the Lord caused division by giving them different languages not to understand each other. At the day of Pentecost, they were baptized with the Holy Spirit. Baptized into one spirit. The Lord gave us one new language in the spirit. And everybody could understand what the other person was saying. They said they heard the gospel being preached in their own language after the Holy Spirit came. The book of Corinthians teaches us that by one spirit, we've all been baptized into one body so that we all can drink from one spirit. We've celebrated this week Heritage Day. It's our cultural Sunday. It's important where you come from. But it's more important to know that you are born from above. John said the following. John chapter 1 verse 13. He says, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of man, nor of flesh, but of God. Can you see the most important thing is not where you were born naturally. It's important because God predestined and decided that you should be this language, this culture. But now, the God that we serve, we worship Him in spirit and in truth. Jesus came to establish an atmosphere of heaven. To establish a stronghold of love to work in us and through us. A matter of fact, when you look at the book of Hebrews chapter 12, just go there quickly. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 22. If I had to ask you, where were you born? Where are you from? Many of you representing your culture or uh, the city where you come from, the village maybe that you come from, where you were born. You're representing that here today. But the Bible teaches us, in Hebrews 12, verse 22, listen, but you've come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. So there's a natural Jerusalem where there was a temple built, where the priests gathered together in unity in one accord. And the Holy Spirit came down and he filled that temple. Man, when he sinned, he was here on earth, but Christ came to restore, to put us in a better position. Not to rule yet from earth only, but to place us in heavenly places, seated in heavenly places. It says, but you have come to Mount Zion and the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, verse 24, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks of better things than that of Abel. 
family, can you see that Jesus Christ is the first born-again person registered in heaven? His name is written, registered in heaven as the first person that's born again. Remember, Jesus came as a man in the likeness of man, not in the likeness of sin. But he became sin. He took your sin and my sin upon himself. And the penalty of sin is to go to hell. And Jesus went to hell for three days, being accused, being judged. But after three days, God the Father said, it's enough. He came in the likeness of man, not the likeness of sin. He never sinned. That's why sin could not keep him bound in hell. God the Father could give instruction to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, go get my son. Go justify him. Go wash him. Go cleanse him. Remove the sin from him and bring him to me. Family, that's what Jesus did for you and for me. He's made us alive. And now we've been baptized into one spirit. We've been baptized into one body. Where once man were created in the natural from one blood, God has joined us together now in the spirit, drinking from one spirit. When we worship him, we worship him in spirit and in truth. Can you see the scripture says the general assembly and church? One of the challenges that we've been facing during this COVID time is that you could not go to church. But Jesus is busy building his church. He says, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Jesus is coming back for his church. I want to speak to those sitting at home and I want to challenge you. It takes 21 days to establish a habit. For many good Christians that love the Lord Jesus Christ, it's a habit for you to stay at home and watch church from home. You were never designed just to receive. You were never designed just to have an inflow. The Dead Sea only has rivers running into it, but you have an outflow. Rivers of living waters on the inside. Not just to receive, but to be able to give. Amen? You have to be part of a living church. Jesus is part of the heavenly church. His name is registered there. Yes, and all of us, when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ, we're part of the body of Christ all over the world. But Jesus himself taught on both. You need to be part of a local expression of the body of Christ in your community as well. Church is very important to the Lord Jesus Christ. John, when he wrote the book of Revelations, he addressed the letters to the churches. Paul said he is concerned about the churches. How concerned is is that we were never designed to isolate ourselves. Although we've been isolating ourselves, you were never designed to isolate yourself to be on your own. I need you like you need me. This thumb, though you think it's very insignificant, I need it to hold things, to pick up my Bible. I need you like you need me. You cannot isolate yourself. A matter of fact, 
The Bible says in Proverbs 18 verse 1, a man that isolates himself seeks his own desire and rages against all wise judgment. Hebrews teaches us, Hebrews 10 teaches us that we should not neglect the assembly of the saints as is the manner of some, especially as you see the day approaching. So there's a warning for us as the church, as you know that Jesus is coming, the coming of Christ is closer than ever before. Make sure that you find a living church. Family, listen to me. Yes, there's no such thing as a perfect church. And maybe you've experienced some imperfection in a church. Am I talking to the right people? The brother that you thought was going to help you and love you now disappointed you. There's no such thing as a perfect church. But the fact that you can buy a fake pair of tackies or you can buy a fake watch of some brand that you maybe like just simply means that the real, the authentic is out there. Go and find the authentic. Go and find the real and become part Many of you have callings upon your life, but you'll never reach the fullness of that calling because you're not in a church, because God works in and through His church. Remember, when the church was together praying, the Holy Spirit spoke and said, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas for the work of the ministry. You need to be released out of a church. The problem that we have today is people just make decisions and say, I'm just going to go and do that. They attend a conference and come back and now they're a prophet or an apostle. God must call you. One conference cannot place the gift on the inside. A conference can maybe give you a revelation to know that you are called. But God wants to work in and through his church. Remember, he said, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. To come together, those that have been baptized in Christ Jesus, been baptized by one spirit into one body to drink from one spirit. When you are born of God, I mean when you are born of love, you've become a life-giving spirit. Everything has changed. Turn to the person next to you and ask them, is your name registered in heaven? Turn with me in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 48. The most important thing, or one of the important things, is where were you born? What culture are you from? And that's important, but more important than that is your name registered in heaven. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 48. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Can you see God again is busy making man into the likeness of his son? There's an example, a more excellent way shown through Jesus Christ. The first person that's born again, seated next to the Father, has made a place for you and me to be seated next to the Father. Family, this is what people need to see. 
when they look at me, not to say, oh, he's Ghanaian, but let them look at us as household of Christ, as a living church, and say, these are heavenly people. These people are born from above. Remember, Jesus himself said, by this people will know that you are my disciples, by the love that you have for one another. When we are born from above, the Holy Spirit, the first fruit of the Holy Spirit that will manifest is love. Romans 12 teaches us that this love should be without hypocrisy. It means it must be authentic. It must be real. When you are linked up with God, His nature has become your nature. His ability has become your ability. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 13, and he said, you can prophesy, you can heal, you can sacrifice, you can do everything, even be a martyr, being burned and sacrificed. He said, but if any of these things are not motivated by love, you've become a clinging symbol. A matter of fact, he says, we are nothing. As Christians, when we believe that the Lord Jesus Christ died for us and that he's been made alive, that faith works through love. Faith must work through love. By this, people will know that we are his disciples, that we are born from above. On this cultural Sunday, may people acknowledge where we come from and we can acknowledge every culture, but let's celebrate a Christ culture. That's the most important thing about you. Not born of blood, the will of man or flesh, but born of God. Are you born of God? Have you embraced that heavenly culture, that heavenly atmosphere? When heaven is in your heart, wherever you go, you'll manifest heaven. I want to close with a psalm, Psalm 87. I'm reading from verse 5. And of Zion it will be said, this one and that one were born in her. It's talking about the heavenly Jerusalem. And the Most High himself shall establish her. The Lord will record when he registers the peoples. This one was born there. Family, it's important where you were born, but let people say, this one was born in the heavenly Jerusalem. This one's name is registered in heaven. Remember Daniel when he prayed and he said, Lord, help, assist. When the angel came, the angel said, Daniel, from the first moment you prayed, God was aware of your situation. Greatly beloved. Family, Daniel was known in heaven as a greatly beloved man, a person that was in love with God. And because he was in love with God, heaven recorded it, greatly beloved. Let people, when they see us, say, we can see these people are in the household of Christ. It's not just loving God, loving people written against the wall but it's loving God, loving people written in their hearts. Everything they do, it's motivated by a love for God. It's motivated by the love for people.
not a love that's filled with hypocrisy, but authentic, real, brotherly love. These are born from above. These are heavenly men and heavenly women that have adopted a heavenly atmosphere in their hearts. Even in tough and difficult times, they continue to love their God. They continue to love their neighbor. We can truly see that they are disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ by the love that they have for one another. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.